feel like I've got Caitlin in like a much better position. <laughs> right, let's start this then. I have three arms. Yeah. You have three arms or three arms? Free. 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 Like free guy. Like freedom. <laughs> oh my god, the Scottish is coming out and <laughs> No, we don't we don't take the mic. We don't take the mic. Anyway, this is episode six. <laughs> yep. Yep. It is, it is, it's episode six. Yep. Episode six. Um, Welcome everybody. Hi. Few a couple of things I want to chat to you about. Um I think we should just jump straight into a game we've been playing very recently. I.e. about twenty four hours ago. <laughs> oh that one. Okay. Yeah. Yep. So obviously we're recording on uh, Wednesday the fourth of August. Uh yesterday yesterday night we sat and played the Ascent. We did. We did. Uh, basically Mike for those who haven't played it, you explain what the game is about or your, your basically your thoughts and your your views on the game um it's very it reminds me a lot of diablo style dungeon crawler yes esque but it's futuristic it's cyberpunk kind of genre um it, it's cute the graphics and stuff are good in it the gameplay is good so far that i've like kind of played with um, it's completely co-op, which is great, including something that I didn't know until we started playing it, is you can play couch co-op. Yes, I've seen that. Well, I've seen because I was hosting, so I've seen it. Yeah. I so had an option to do that. Obviously, you wouldn't have which seen I, that at the time. No, but I saw it anyway, so I think that's really cool. Um, yeah. I mean, it, you know, it's new out. It came out on Game Pass. Um, so, you know, a lot of people are going to get the chance to play it, including the PC version of the Game Pass as well. Um, I believe you can actually uh, stream it directly from cloud as well, which is cool. Yeah, yes, uh, yes, I think so, yeah. Yeah, so you don't even need to install it, and you can just turn it on. Um, that sounded a very yeah, sedu- it's a, seductive there. <laughs> it did, it did, it did. You could, you could twist that, I bet you that'll become a meme one day when I'm older. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put a recording of that later on, I'm going to put it out there. <laughs> it's going to be the title. <laughs> it can be it can be people's text tones or something like that. It could be the title. <laughs> um, yeah, but uh, so it's a twin stick shooter, really, uh, slash RPG version. So the 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 camera view is very Diablo style, uh, although they do do some funky stuff with it about changing kind of your your angle of view. Um, but ultimately, twin stick shooter, fully customizable characters. Although, I would say the the character customization choices were somewhat to be desired. Very, very lacking. Uh, yeah, and and really only to the point to know that you were not me. Like we were look, we looked a little bit different. But they might as well. In all honesty, and this is my genuine opinion, you're not close enough to the character to ever care. Yeah. Right, apart from when you're in the menu and you're like customizing, right? They would have been better off just putting skins on things, so it's like a full suit or whatever if they were going to do it. Yeah. Um, your gear customizes your character enough anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I almost think they shouldn't have bothered. But I mean, even size, like you could have, if they'd give you the option to be like some yeah, like yeah, massive. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, or like even like a guys, tiny dude, you know. Yeah, it'd have been funny. It'd have been yeah. really funny having like the different variants, but no, none of that. So it's very simple. It's like a couple of hair choices, a couple of facial like tattoos and stuff like this. Uh, a couple of whether you're male or female, that pretty much it. Whether you're wearing certain types of t-shirts and stuff, um, but ultimately, ninety percent of it gets covered up with all your gear that you put on anyway. So, yeah. <clears throat> ultimately, pointless. But never mind. Um, very pleasant though. Very pleasant to look at. Yeah, that was quite good. Um, the I think the controller layout could be, on especially on Xbox. We playing on Xbox. I think the controller layout wasn't the most intuitive way of doing it. Um, I don't mind how they do it. I think you know. I think some of these people they're creating a game and they find that for many reasons later on maybe it's it's the best layout to do. Yeah. However, they didn't even give you an option to change it. There possibly wasn't even there was a, there's a control in the game, wasn't it, where you could. Um, pitch your shots so you could pitch them up or you could have it vertical and yeah it was like that, it was like that, headshot low shot or whatever yeah, it should have been like diablo-esque where it was literally if you point in that direction obviously you're going to be shooting at that guy coming down the stairs not you're not going to be shooting at the stairs yeah i i think they tried to be clever because when you first start the game the the creatures we were trying to fight they were small so you had to be you had to basically shoot which would have been against your hip, so you're not looking down the scope, even though you're not really looking down the scope from the camera angle. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you're not doing that, you're not hitting them. So I, I thought the game was actually had a problem, <laughs> stupid me, um, where I couldn't shoot them until I realised that's what I was doing. Um, may, maybe, maybe further on in the game, we'll find why that mechanic's there and why it's a good mechanic. But ultimately, I don't feel like it is, and I think it's took up a, a trigger slot that could have been utilized way better <clears throat> yeah. than other stuff because they have clearly pushed the, you know, the, there is moves and abilities that you have to cast from your sticks by pressing them. Yeah. And... The only, that was my only, my only issue with the actual controls for me was only, <laughs> it was the grenade. Yeah. So when you push that left, if you, you push that left stick in at the same time as you're trying to move, so if you wanted to kind of strafe backwards as you threw a grenade forwards because you had enemies coming towards you, because you're putting pressure down on the stick, it was hard to, yeah. you, you know, you either slip off or, you know, you, you go off slightly or, you, yeah. you know. Plus, plus, I was always trying to run. In a lot of games, you click the stick in to run. Yeah. So I was just naturally clicking the stick in. And then in the, the end... There was no run button. Which no, I there wasn't. There wasn't any run button. didn't need one because you were... I think we found ourselves just rolling around everywhere. Not that that made us any quicker, I realised, when I was running alongside you rolling. No, the, I mean, the roll was just funny because it makes you look like a frog. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> that was good. Um, no, I'm, I'm not... I don't feel like we played it long enough to, like, you know, massively call whether it's a good game or not. I think it's got a lot of potential. I think the stuff we could see in it was a lot more than <laughs> I expected already. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not your standard first you know, uh, twin stick shooters, it's it's probably got a lot in it. Um, you could upgrade weapons, upgrade gear, you could up buy like buy new things, but you could also upgrade them. You had um attribute points for yourself, although that was very simplistic. It was just they called them skills but they weren't. It was just like a an increase to your health or an increase to your aim or whatever. 
Yeah. Um, and then you had like augments, so they were like abilities. They were more. Just... Yeah. They, yeah. Yeah. They were more like abilities. Um. I think they missed the attribute point term. They're called skills attributes. Would have been a bit. Better. Yeah. Um, and they, I, I, yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't think that if I had ten more health than you, Craig, I would class it as a skill. No. <laughs> so yeah, never mind. Uh, I I will say that I think my only gripe with it was once you get further into it, we were in that that city. Yeah. And as soon as we got into there, it was very, for me, very busy, very hectic. And I think that with that, joint with the map, I don't know how you found the map, but I could not, when I brought that map up, understand, because you can't understand the different levels and it's just got grey, you just, you don't know what you can walk on and what you can't. On no, I know. I, I don't really understand why the, why the map was to uh, like isometric view as well they could yeah. have just what, it, what you need is very basic if you, if you go back to like your diablo where you can bring the map up over you know it's an overlay and it's just literally it's very you know square mazy yeah. you know that so you can see as you're still moving to stop you from coming out of the game because especially when you're playing um co-op online if i go into the map which you know then men the menus they weren't slow but they weren't fast so if you're yeah going into the map then all of a sudden you take a few steps forward because it's an online game and it doesn't pause it all of a sudden enemies yeah. are swarming and coming out everywhere so you can't see that i've always i've always found that kind of funny with those those sort of games that what why is any of the menu system hit like why does it take the game away yeah just put it down the side yeah put it like have a pop-out window that pops out and takes part of your game away but not all of it mm-hmm so you still have part of your game on there. I know there's a lot of information, and I know they're they're trying to fit all that in, and, and I kind of get it. But yeah, I I found that I found that you know, luckily enough, I had like my uh, earphones on, and the sound was pretty loud that I could hear my guy getting attacked because you'd moved on and spawned a couple of enemies, and they just so happened to come after me. Yeah, but I didn't I know like, you were in the menu either. Otherwise, I would have stopped. Yeah, because it doesn't tell anyone that you're doing that. Mm -hmm. Um. So there's definitely some tweaks there. The problem is, is some of those tweaks we're talking about, they're not going to go away. They're just no. And I can say with the when I said it was overcrowded and, and very hectic in the city, uh, I, I was struggling to find my way around it. But even with that, I wouldn't come away with it and say that it was a, a crap game or anything by any means. I would say it's a no. very solid. You know, I, I I wish some games would take a bit more time telling you how to do certain things there's no it wasn't really there was like a tutorial kind of level to start off with yeah as I, in, as in I, you, I you got pointed was, and every time I but every time points. you interacted with something you got a tooltip right yeah but i think there was points where there was little tooltips and stuff appearing on my screen that maybe you didn't get yeah, it was like, only when I you felt like I felt like I was getting it, and you were still running around, and I was like, "Well, are you not reading this?" So I was no, no. getting stuff, but then even then, it was I'd rather be shown what to do rather than. That's what I mean. That's what I mean. Like loads if, and loads of text. If 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 you get a if you click on something because you're exploring and you click on it and it pops up this tooltip, right? You start reading it. It's like, oh, this is for whatever. 
right? Mm -hmm. the, the context of what you, when you use this is completely thrown out of proportion. You don't know when that's relevant now. Yeah. Yeah. So, and pretty much those tooltips where you read them, you hold B, they disappear. And then the next time you go there, it doesn't appear anymore. Right. If, if they'd have done the first level, like kind of like they did, but it was very specific where you moved to. Like it was more, you know, the arrow, you know, the the red arrow pointed in the direction. Oh yeah, and don't get that with that mini map. <laughs> but yeah, I'm doing. If the if the red arrow, because you could press down or up or whatever it was, up the red arrow would appear. Sorry, this yep. is the bab my babber and the camera cut there. Um, if you could move that a little bit. That's fine. Spin back when you spin back down. Now you'll be fine. There. There you go. Um. Yeah. If you could. If when you press that, it just only on the first level, I don't mean like on the whole thing, yeah. but possibly when you got to the main city, if it had appointed you to absolutely every step that you had to do and you got a tooltip every time because it was the next relevant step, mm -hmm. then, and then when you got to the, you know, when you got to the, the city, there was a lot of icons appeared out of nowhere with no real explanation for what any of them are until you go and explore them. And I, I get that's part of an RPG and that's okay. But as you, as you found out, we had, you know, a, a bit of a cutscene telling us to not really move on to the next level until we got some upgrades and bought a different weapon or whatever. Yeah. Right. Now, as you found out, I, I upgraded and you didn't. Yeah. So what, Mike, we what next... Mike did is Mike did the mission. Which was classified as a side mission. As a side I mission, yeah. I, I had selected, which obviously it guided me to the different areas. But yeah. the problem being is, I think what you're going to say now is when you did that, and I was off doing something, I was collecting all the other side missions, wasn't I? But when you yeah. finished it, I went to activate it again so I could then be guided to where I needed to go. It was classed as done because you'd done it, and then I had no idea where I was going or what I was yeah. doing. Yeah. So I'd, I'd completed it, therefore you'd completed it because yeah. it's a side mission. But actually, it shouldn't have been a side mission. It was actually a, like a task to learn, really. Which, um, which, which that follows on to something else I wanted to make a point of. If, and I feel like I'm bashing the game but uh, here, but the other issue I had with it is you could definitely become a passenger of it. Meaning that if you went off and did something, I would feel I'd feel like I'd missed out. And vice versa. So you can you could become a passenger of the game, and unless you're side by side and doing this, the thing at the same time. Yeah, you'd you'd be dragged through. Yeah. Yeah, you you would you could do nothing. Yeah, someone could click like someone could start a mission, run off, press all the buttons while you're buying a weapon. Yeah, and before you and know, you, it, it and, comes and, up mission mission finished. Mission finished, or you've missed like vital cutscenes of part of the story and stuff like that. It doesn't really, you know, I didn't see many times where it forced me to wait for you. No. Like no. in other games where it's like, oh, you, you have to wait for the next person. It would come up and ask you, it'd be teleported or whatever. No, didn't see any of that sort of mechanic, which is a bit of a shame. No. Um, but also, like, <clears throat> you, the, the mission there to go upgrade your, like, armor and upgrade your weapon, right? As a side mission. Yeah. Is like a forcible thing they're doing. They're telling you to go do that, and an upgrade. 
And they even made a comment that you need to upgrade before you move on to the next level. Whereas I went and did it, but you didn't. And then we moved on to the next area. And actually, okay, I had a slightly better weapon, but it wasn't particularly loads better to what you already had anyway. And funnily yeah. enough, the first the first dude I killed had the same gun that I just paid 15,000 credits for um, literally two seconds ago because the I, game told me I had to. I was about to, I was about to move on to that just before we uh, obviously give our vote on the game because I wanted to just kind of mention that, you know, Mike had wasted all his money on a weapon that um, I on decided, a, on a, on a I decided on to get it. That Craig then picked up, which yep. could have given me, you know, but never mind. Um, uh, uh, we're pick, we're picking on. Yeah, let's. I, I not, feel like we're picking on small mechanics, small we're not, issues. We're not bashing. It. What we're doing is we're saying that there's a really good game there that could have been that slight bit better had it have just focused on a couple of these little minor issues. Yeah, I, I have a feeling that the content that's probably in it. After fighting, like, okay, the first boss was quite easy, but after fighting bosses in it and uh, kind of seeing what some of the levels and stuff were like, mm -hmm. I, I think there's probably enough of a gameplay content that it'll hide some of the slightly unpolished mechanics. And do you know what I'll put it down to? I bet you it wasn't game tested by right. like a mass amount of people. It'll now, that's actually going to put me on to a little bit of an extra point. It's all about um, money. Well, so, you know, we've we've talked about Game Pass a lot. Yeah. And we've talked about, you know, it's good. We get a lot of games on there now and all that kind of good stuff, right? But we used we used to do, we'd still do it a little bit, but we used to do some games testing and get paid for it and stuff. Yeah. Which is good. And But I see I see a lot less of it now of it coming up, of, of being an option. And it got me to thinking that if I was a games developer and I could release a game on Xbox on a, as a Game Pass title and Xbox are happy to pay for it, mm -hmm. why would I bother paying yeah. people to game test it? Why wouldn't I just launch it day one, see what everyone thinks of it, and then fix the problems after? No one's good. People are okay. People are going to complain about it, but people aren't going to complain as much because we didn't we don't have to give them the money back yeah it's it, again it's a safe money all comes it, out the money yeah i know i know it does i wish people were like some of these places would be a bit more honest about it all but i just i did I, that got me a little bit worried about it because the reason why is because we we played that game for a very short amount of time we're average gamers when it comes to a lot of things yet we picked up on lots of points that we would have normally put in a report to a yeah. games developer to say that nah, you could do this better, you could do this bit better, this wasn't quite right, this wasn't quite right. And funnily enough, we actually stopped playing it because it broke. <laughs> All right. Well, obviously, I'm I'm just going to move on a little bit now anyway because obviously... Yeah. But, but play it, but play yeah. it. I'm, I'm, but play it. It was a good game. I do like it. I do want to play it again. Yeah. And we'll probably play it a lot with Rick, so... Please, oh, please yeah. do play it. But that basically that segues me on to when you're talking about testing and beta testing. So I I had to go on um, Halo Infinite. Yay! And cool. I've been I've been testing that. Um, I only I only managed to get it for a couple of days. Uh, test it for a couple of days. <laughs> Covered by an NDA, no? Uh, no. No. Nope. Just standard. Just standard closed. 
So how did well actually can I before you move on to it? Yeah. Right. So you're a beta tester of that. I yeah. wasn't. Right. Yeah. But will you let people know how you became a beta tester of that because they don't think people know the ins and outs of the Xbox process that lets you get that choice or lets you get that option. So it's part of the insider Xbox. So if you part of the inside one of the insider rings in the Xbox, which you mm-hmm. can download the app and apply to uh, straight from the Microsoft Store on your console. Mm-hmm. Um, once you're accepted in a ring, depending on what you want, obviously it'll give you different options. Obviously, the higher the ring, uh, basically the more chance there could be more problems. So I'm, I tend to stay bit further down where I know there's gonna be no issues with my console. Okay. Uh, once once you're in there basically you'll get asked to test apps and games and a few other little bits and one of them just so happened to be uh, Halo Infinite. But also I'm part of uh, let's see if I can remember what it's called. The flight team which is through like three four three studios, uh like Bungie that type it was all that kind of all that same thing in there. So, because I'm part yeah, of this, the Wayback thing, yeah, because I'm part of this flight team, it's kind of I'm yeah. already I get like the app, so I get the app to test for them, and I get obviously yeah. one of the emails I got was for the game, um, yeah. which then you can go on your inside of Xbox app, and then you can see in there you've got games to download that you can test. Yeah. So, so that's how I got into it. Um, I can't really say too much about the game. Uh, okay. other, other than the fact that it was it was good it was uh, back to its old roots of your Halo 3 era okay um, yeah, yeah. Not, I, I didn't feel like you had none of these stupid holographic you know no power yeah I mean I don't get me wrong I don't know whether they're going to be in there or they are in there somewhere but I didn't get that feeling of any okay. of that mm-hmm. I had to go in two things I had to go on the firing range so try out all the different weapons against uh, these targets that move around the map so you can you, you, I think there's three levels so you get ones where for each weapon so you get ones where the targets mm-hmm. are just still and they just pop up so you can okay. practice like range if you move backwards or forwards or you can like the the pull on the gun um, the recoil yeah. yeah or then from there you then get um I think it, oh, I can't remember. Was it, was it moving targets? Might be moving targets. And anyway, there's just different levels, different weapons. So I tried that out. That was pretty cool. Although there wasn't a battle rifle on there, which was a bit gutted about because that was one thing I was looking forward to trying out. Um. Then I went on to I forget the name of it now, but it was a four v four. But it was uh, play basic four players versus four bots. Okay. Um, and what um, what they did was each day they were changing mechanics of the bots to test it out so like the difficulty of them the way they moved and stuff like that So because I know I went on one day and, and as soon as one bot seen one of us mm-hmm. it was like right I see him I'm going for him and he that bot they were, they were quite good because they worked as a team they kind of followed each other mm-hmm. But what happened at one point, there was like a bunch of four of them all together, seeing one guy run after him. I ran around the back and started shooting them. That guy didn't even, I don't even know if he knew they were even there. But because 
because the bot had already kind of gone right I'm going for him ignore the fact that I was shooting them in the back (laughs) it should be be threat based yeah I did notice that one day but then the following day it kind of felt like that changed so I don't know whether that was difficulty Uh, maybe that was uneasy I don't know it didn't really tell you Uh, or maybe you know they did actually changed through because you gave feedback as well Maybe they changed okay, cool. it based on feedback from players, so I, I don't quite know. But cool. I don't. Did you watch the video I sent you today? No. No. So there's uh, there's uh, every now and then there's uh, weapon drops that um, or weapon caches or something that appear. So rather than kind of right, there's a gun. I don't know if you ever remember. So like say there's guns like dotted in different areas, and everyone you kind of used to go right. I'm going for the rocket launcher. Or I'm going for the sniper. This time there was like a weapon cache and uh, random guns might have um, spawned on it. And uh, I've watched some guy and what he does is he waits for it just as as it's spawning. And you see like people running towards it to grab it. And this guy lobs a grenade, it blows up. And as it blows up, the weapons cache flies through the air. And then he uses his grapple and grabs it out the air and pulls it in. And then he's got it. And then he just shoots them. Oh, nice. But yeah, uh, he does it a few times, and I thought oh, that, that was pretty cool. Uh. I'll be watching that. Uh, but yeah, cool. that that's Halo anyway. Um, can't say too much more about that because that's that was pretty much it. Um, oh, okay. it's a limited kind of test. Yeah, it's it's not on now. It's over now. They might do another one again after they've tweaked a few things. Maybe we'll see. The game's not that far from launch, and to be honest with you, from what I played, it it seemed quite stable and. Good to see that they're doing it though. Red, good to red see that they're doing that sort of thing. Graphics look good, felt smooth. Yeah. So looking forward to that one. Cool. Uh, one other thing I want to quickly mention is those who know me are like yourself, I'm part of the Xbox Ambassador program. Uh-huh. And currently what there's a, a summer games party going on, which is basically there's a number of games that they uh, kind of showcase, they're all like indie games. And it's to kind of, it's basically in a Discord channel. And what they do is they kind of go like, go and play some of these games, come back, chat about it. And it's just to kind of push it out and give, you know, some positive feedback about them. Um, I'll quickly rattle off um, which games those are. There's uh, five of them. Yes. I know we've played a couple. So the Streets of Rage 4. Mm -hmm. There's a game called Killer Queen Black. War War Groove. Stellaris yep. and Human Fall Flat. Okay. Now, yep. one of the games I want to play is Human Fall Flat. I think that'll be a pretty cool game. I think we do need to stream that because that would be hilarious. That'd be pretty funny. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So there's that one. But one of the games I want to chat about is a, a game called Killer Queen Black. Now, yeah, okay. if you were to look at this game, you'd probably think that looks garbage, right? <laughs> okay. Right, that that's exactly what I do. But because it's one of them ones that's on Game Pass. All these games are on Game Pass, by the way, as part of the summer games party. But yeah, because it's on there, it's one of them ones that you'll. Like, oh, I'll give it a try anyway. Mm. And now I'll I'll ex I'll explain what you've got to do. And then because I think once I've read, I've only read details on it. I've not actually played it yet, but I've read stuff on it, and I think it might kind of convince you to kind of give it that little bit of a go. Um, right. So, um, it's been created by uh company called Bumblebear Games, available on PC, Xbox, Switch, uh, 
Dardia, if that's still going. <laughs> um, it's a real-time strategy played out in a big, well, I say a big arena. Basically, it's all on one screen, this arena. So it's okay. very arcade-style, kind of like 8-bit type of thing. Mm-hmm. So there's eight players, 4v4. Okay. Uh, you get one player on each team that plays as the queen, and the others play as what is known as the drones. Okay. Yeah. I, I'm going to read this next little ec- excerpt off. Um, well, sounds all right so far. I just well, haven't seen the graphics, so I'll probably cry. Yeah. Well, I'm <laughs> going to read the next little excerpt off uh, Wikipedia only because I don't want to get something wrong. <laughs> so, okay. 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 Got, that's Go why I've it. gone very bright on the screen. You're convincing me without looking at any screenshot. Yeah. So. I'll read there's a little bit here so it's uh so the ones that play the drones the drones can pick up berries found in the arena and take them to transformation gates gates start off unclaimed but can be turned one team's color by a queen okay. depending on the gate these transform a drone into either a speed drone who can move around faster or a warrior who can fly and attack with a sword or various okay. other weapons in what is known as black version, which is this one on the console. Mm-hmm. Once transformed, however, warriors lose abilities unique to drones, such as picking up or carrying berries and riding the snail. Obviously, you don't know about this bit yet, but I'll tell you that. Uh, drones will respawn infinitely when killed, but each team's queen only has three lives, re- represented by the eggs in their hives. Okay. The game, this is the this is the good bit. This is the bit that makes me kind of go, ooh. The game features three victory conditions that teams must be cautious of. So the basic, okay. there's three ways you can win a game. Yeah. I mean, can three... I guess them? Pardon? Guess them. You won't be able to guess them. <laughs> so oh, right, okay. military, economic, and a, and snail. A military victory is achieved when the opposing team's queen is killed three times by attacks from either the queen... Or a warrior. But I guess that one. That's yeah, you'd have got that one. An economic victory is achieved by using drones to collect berries and place them all in all the holes in their team's hive. So there's, when you've got your two different hives, there's loads of little holes in them, and you've just got to fill them up. So that's another way oh. you can win. Yeah. Okay. Finally, I, I I would have thought it might have been the gates. Uh, no, no, the gate the gates are more like cocoons. I, th- I think. All right. So the, you can because like you said you turn them what happens if you coloured all the gates the same colour? It, it doesn't matter. It, I think the gates are just, as I say, like cocoons that you spawn out of, your drones spawn out of. Oh, did you not say the queen could? Yeah, the queen. Change change the colour of the cocoon? Yes, of the gates. So, it basically, so, that just, so that they just become yours? You, that just gives you, um, uh, what was it? Oh, oh, so you spawn from them anyway? Yes. As drones? But you can upgrade them effectively, but they're always yours. Yes, yes. Okay, okay, okay. I get that now. Perfect. Bear in mind, I haven't played this. I want to play it. No, no. But that makes... been... And then finally, out? yes, it's out on Game Pass. Let's play it. Let's play it tonight. So finally, a snail victory. So this is the third one, is achieved by using a drone to ride a slow-moving snail into their team's goal. The snail will stop briefly to eat enemy drones, but can move more quickly when ridden by a speed drone. So it's all about man management. So if you have a speed drone, obviously you want that one on the snail. But then again, you might want the speed drone picking up the berries to put in your hive. And you've got a queen buzzing around. You know, they're flying around pretty fast, like trying to kill other people as well as the other queen. 
So everybody's yeah. You've got lots. So you've of got things. a you've you got a problem where you could be focusing on trying to win certain conditions, which isn't slowing down the enemy's conditions. Yes. It's funny actually because remember we, we we've talked about games development and stuff before and but this is why of... I wanted to do bring this one up because of the concept of having numerous different ways of victory. Numerous. Against... I agree. I but agree this, with what you're saying. This this is what I've read from this is everybody's stating that one of the issues I think you've had in the past about this type of stuff is it is very well balanced. Yes. Which is obviously always a, a, an issue, but people are saying it's a very well balanced game. Now, I do think when you look at any images of this game, you're going to be like, "What the hell?" <laughs> but it is. It, I, I'm, concept, I'm, I'm fine. The concept. if the concepts there, yeah, and it, and it's and they're not, you know, they're not particularly overly long to play around or whatever. Yeah, uh, well, but people have said that if you basically if you're getting hammered in the game, the, the rounds aren't particularly long. If you're getting absolutely hammered, then you'll yeah. just it's over and done get in the next one yeah so that's fine because you need to learn yes um i like i like the the, the multiple win the multiple win options that's great in, in strategy games i've always been a fan of strategy games and you shouldn't there shouldn't be one way of winning mm-hmm. there shouldn't really shouldn't be because there isn't in in life um i like i think what's the interesting mechanic there is that the the victories Two of the victories require you to do activities for yourself. So yeah. you're required to get the snail across the line, or you're required to collect enough resource uh, berries into your hive. Yeah. Right. There are two actions that are fully reliable on yourself. Right. You don't physically have to do anything with the enemy to get that to happen, necessarily. Right. Mm-hmm. And the last one is that they could they. You could attack them, or they could attack you. So you, so your strate- strategicness is not only thinking about which victory you want to try and achieve, is also how are you stopping them from doing it, and how are they stopping you from doing the same thing. But the the key, um, the one of the things is it could be that you end up doing, you end up trying to do all three yourself, as I well think, as I think you, that's might be, you might not be focused on one. Well, yeah, I yeah I agree with you. I think this obviously the speed the speed racer thing sounds like the speed drone, I presume can also move around quicker in general. Yeah, that's what yeah that's what we're saying. Yeah, get a speed boost. So, see, you've got a question, haven't you? You've only got four people. Mm-hmm. One of them's the queen, so you've got three drones. Yeah. Uh, and you can be a speeder and a warrior. Yeah. And a normal drone. I th- yeah. I th- Think yeah, that's the three normal. choices, right? Yeah, yeah. The warrior can't. The the speeder is just a is a speed boosted version of the normal drone. Yeah, I think they can all do any job, but the warrior can't because the warrior can't pick up berries. You said that. Oh, did I say that? Sorry. If it loses, that, then yes. You said that's yeah. Good. You said the warrior the warrior drone can't loses some of the abilities of the standard drone. Right. One of them is collecting berries. Yes. Now, if the speeder drone doesn't have that problem yeah then you automatically want to upgrade to a speeder drone but a speeder drone by sounds of it cannot fight back in a normal drone i 
don't think so. <laughs> I, I can say I haven't played this game. I don't no, know. No, 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 it's a curious one. By the looks one. of it, from the images I've seen in a couple of the videos, obviously the warrior and the queen are the two that fight. You've got the speed one who will probably be running back and forwards with berries all on the snail, as well as the... the what you want really is the speed one on the snail and the other one, normal drone, picking the berries. Well, that, that, that's my question, because if the, if the speeder drone... Obviously, the, the warrior one is a, so, either yeah. an attacking or defensive approach, is yes. what you're using the warrior for. The the speed one, yes, you need the speed one to go on the snail if you want to do the snail thing. But if the speed drone can do the same things as the standard drone, but just quicker, mm -hmm. then upgrading them to speed is is a is a is not a choice. It's a necessity. You would do yeah. it anyway. Um, if but it's then not so is a warrior, because you need to be defending or attacking that their speed drones. You need to be stopping them on their snails. You need to be, you know. Yeah, well, yeah. What I what I mean is is the the like upgrade. Yes, you must have a warrior. Mm -hmm. Yes, you must have a speeder. Right, one one on a speeder, but you have one other drone left. Right. Mm -hmm. If you make it a warrior, it can't pick up berries. Right. If you make it a speeder and it can still pick up berries. Then you would always upgrade two drones into speed drones. I find it quite funny well, that we're talking about a game that we haven't even played. Uh, <laughs> we're, we're, we're trying, to, no, argue, we're trying really... to argue a case that we don't know anything about. <laughs> well, do you know, we're really curious to play it and see actually how if, if it works out like that. Yeah. It's just from what I've read and what I've seen people say and stuff, I just think it, it it's a, one of them little hidden gems. So cool. I'm quite curious and I think, you know, we'll give that a go and see what, see what you think of that. I'm I'm presuming it's not a very big download either. I wouldn't have thought so, no. Let's go. We can probably play it before we go. Ah, uh, we can do that. Um, right. Was there any on that? Any others on that list? Because there is one on that list that. Yeah, uh, obviously, it's human fall flat. Obviously, we know we want to do that. War groove. I'm not hundred percent sure what war groove is. It might be one. I might have seen it. Sometimes I see things and I, I you know, I don't quite register. Uh, obviously, Killer Queen Black, we spoke about that. Streets of Rage 4 is the other one, which, if you're our age, you'll have played, played the old Streets of Rage. Um, it's, you know, Side Scroller, Golden Axe, Streets of Rage, all, you know, if you've done any of them. Um, to be honest with you, if you were going to play any game like that, I would. Highly yeah. recommend uh, Battletoads because um, that has elements of Streets of Rage and that side scrolling thing, along with flying mechanics. And it's basically imagine every arcade game you've ever played put into one game. Yeah. It it swaps and changes, and it's quite funny. And there's a bit of a story behind it and stuff. Which, yeah, I would highly recommend that over Streets of Rage for. I think we played it once and. Let's be honest, it's one of them games where, do you know when you say, oh yeah, I remember that game, that game was class, I loved it when I was a kid. You should leave it there, because as soon as you try and play that same game now, with yeah, not yeah, much of an yeah, upgrade, yeah, yeah. you ruin all um, I I, th I think knowledge. that's the problem though, isn't it? I, I'm, I, I like retro games, I don't mind playing retro games, I haven't got a problem with them. Yeah, let's play but the retro like game, let's not play it and you, you know. Yeah, yeah, I, I know, because it comes out, you think, oh, Shooter Ridge 4 is the new one. You know, and and I get them keeping it in the same genre and, and and doing that sort of thing, but it's a new game now. So you're you're not, you know, if someone actually made Streets of Rage, 
Oh, but made it new. Made it like uh, the Ascent. Yeah, it'd have been class. Yeah. With that. It'd have been class with proper mechanic mechanic. turning, you know, the proper fight mechanics. Yeah. Yeah, oh, it'd have been class. Absolutely wicked game to play. But they haven't because they're trying to keep, I know they're trying to keep the nostalgia feel of it. But the problem is, if you have if you have that much nostalgia for Street of Rage, you would you would just get an emulator and play it. Yeah. For yeah. free. Um but no, I agree with you on that one. Um That's that's I not prefer, I still I still prefer Golden Axe anyway, so it's all good. Yeah. Um that's not <laughs> too hooked up on uh, that anyway. Well just just for your knowledge, uh Wargroves is. Yes. Mermaid strategy game for up to four players. Each player take control of an army and its commander until the uh, commander unit to wage war on their enemies. Use your commander's groove to strategically sway the fight in your favor and take to online multiplayer and challenges your friends. You can even design and share online your very own maps, cutscenes, and campaign stories with easy to use editors and in depth customization tools. Um, ah, it looks alright. It's like top down view. Um, eight bit art. You'll probably love it. Yeah. Um, yeah, not too bad. I'll give uh, it. I'll give it a little. Game, game Pass title. Yes, they're all Game Pass. All the ones on this uh, summer games party is part of the. I think Ambassador Program are all Game Pass. I think that the, again, this has to be something to point out with the Game Pass thing. You know, this game's fifteen ninety nine to buy. Yeah, you wouldn't buy it. PC, <laughs> Nintendo, Switch. PlayStation 4, Xbox One. Xbox One, most of the people, and PC now because of the Xbox thing, most people can get this game anyway. Mm-hmm. Nintendo, PlayStation, you got to pay for it, 15 for it. Yeah. Okay, yeah, it's got 45 hours worth of content in it, but your $15.99 is going to pay for one and a half months of Game Pass, all of it. Hmm. It's all very, very. Oh yeah. Fun. It, um, we've we've said it. We've said it. We've said it nearly every episode. Now it's just such a good, a good money. You know, I think so. it's worth it's worth every bit of money you put into it. Um, it what I want to do is obviously I just want to keep kind of things rolling, moving everything because um, I want to try and keep stick to our one hour go. thing if we can. Go we've then. got we've got like twenty minutes so. Uh, a couple of things I just want to chat about is basically I want to chat about the VR. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. And then we did it. Yeah, did it. I want to mention uh, the new Battlefield. That's the only two things I want to mention. So if you want to mention anything after that, we can do. If you've got anything on your cards as well. Uh, there's only one, there was only one game and it's part of the VR stuff so we can talk about it. Right, that's fine, yeah. So uh, we'll talk about the VR now anyway. So as yeah, so we, we said it. So we said it in the last, last episode. Yeah that, yeah, that Mike was coming down. Uh, you might have seen the highlight. That's me, by the way, for no one that's ever watched. Yeah, well, I think everyone knows who you are now, Mike. <laughs> maybe, he's, maybe he's, we might have more people viewing it. He's he's the weird one. So um, <laughs> it's a bit. Of a, we'll put a poll on Facebook. We <laughs> we did a um, might be a between the two views. <laughs> 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 you might have seen the highlight video that I put up anyway. So I'll quickly mention there was four games that we played on there. Um, it was Beat Saber, 
Uh, yes. Spacewalk, I put down, I can't remember if that's what it's called. Or... Uh, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pavlov and Superhot. Um, yes. Pavlov, Pavlov was Pavlov uh, Shack, so it's like the beta version for um, Oculus Quest 2. Right. First of all, I, I'll, I'll quickly go through basically. It was good. I enjoyed it. But and this is probably a big but. Um, I mean, I seen I seen a poll a poll the other day saying, uh, "Do we think that VR is going to be the future of gaming?" And I have to say, my answer is no. I can't see it purely because um, I could not play that Pavlov. I could not. I could not. You know, I like my first person shooters. I'm not great at them. I like playing them, but I could not sit and play that. Um, that would just make me sick. <laughs> so, um, the the one that, game, the one game one. I really, really enjoyed that you brought with you was Beat Saber. I was looking forward to playing that, but I was a very big, you know, rock band guitar hero type person. Yeah, but um, Beat Saber, Beat Saber is massive because let's face it, it's better than Rock Band by far. Playing oh, yeah. Beat Saber, it's so good and very, very immersive. I could, Flat, sit, I could stand and play that with all day long. Good anyway, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's a lightsaber kind of rhythm style game, like Guitar Hero. Yeah. Um, but yeah, what you're what you're making a comment to there is really um the motion feeling. Yes. So in in Beat Saber, you don't move anywhere apart from that straight on directional. Yeah. Uh, got, there is a there is a dodging left and right and stuff, but there's no walking. No. Forward or backwards. No. Um, there is a three sixty mode where you can turn around on the spot, but again, not that bad. Because yeah. you, you physically turn yourself around on the spot when you play that, so that's mm-hmm. fine. Um, as you're moving on to stuff like Pavlov, like you were saying, Pavlov, we put Pavlov on, and even the spacewalk one, you have a motion mechanic, so you're either drifting forward in space, or you were walking. Yep. Um, and, and turning left or right. Can I just say something about that spacewalk one? Uh-huh. There's a, this little thing at the beginning of that game that says sit down, right, do not stand up, and it shows a little man falling over. Mike says to me, don't sit down, you're all right, I've played this standing up. So then I get I didn't in, think you played I, I didn't think you played very game, well. I get into this game, and then I'm, I remember looking around, and, I, and the first feeling I got was I felt like I was, I felt like I was going backwards, so I went to move forwards, and I, I nearly fell off. <laughs> I nearly fell well, over. But the best thing was, you turned around to me and went, I've not played this one. After you said, you are right, you can, all right, you can stand up, because I've played this. I had played it. You said, well, maybe it wasn't that level you hadn't played, but... No, I played, I just played up to the point of going into the mine, like into the asteroid. Right, I didn't okay. go as far as you went. Right. Um, but step back a bit, right? I, I personally I have an opinion... Of, I thought I was stepping back. <laughs> I have an opinion of VR that... And, and this is from my own experience mm-hmm. that when I have played certain games, including stuff like Pavlov with a walk mechanic that make you feel sick and these sort of things, that from having and owning and it for such a for for quite a while now and playing a, a genre of different games, I have got you my body and myself have got more used to it, and I I don't feel the same sickness level or anything that I did at the very start. And a lot of the people talk about on the VR forums and stuff, 
is that that that's the sort of progressional attitude you have to do. You have to kind of play games that I, progress you towards it. Yeah, I get that, but I have that problem sometimes when I'm playing some games on controller on a, on my TV. So <laughs> having that issue on there, it was ten times worse when I had the headset on, which I, I would have literally threw up. Uh-huh. Uh, and lots of people do, Craig. You can't. I, I can't think. It's not a. It's definitely not a replacement for gaming. It can't no, be. It. Um. What one for that reason, but also two. There's a lot of games you play that you can't possibly play in VR. Mm-hmm. Um. For me, it gives a very different experience in gaming, especially certain games. I'll give you a good example. Okay, Beat Saber, fair enough, right? But another game that I play on it is um. It's table tennis, right? Yeah. It is genuinely like playing table tennis. Feels very much like playing table tennis. Completely the same. Um, to the point where I'm pretty confident enough now that I can now play table tennis in real life a lot better than I could before. Right, And that, and that doesn't work for any game on any console. Right. Uh, I mean, you can't play table tennis or, or whatever, or racing or whatever. Okay, you, racing games, you could understand racing mechanics if you had a steering wheel and stuff. Okay, that's a little bit more immersive. But most games that you play, you're not necessarily going to get good at that activity outside in the real world. Um, whereas that, I would say, actually very accurate and pretty good. Right. Um, and again, has no motion mechanics in it apart from you moving in the same place where you are. Um, a lot of other games that I've started to play don't have this motion mechanic in it and they've, and they've removed it. Personally, I think that people will build up to it and, and you might be okay with it. I think people might build up to it and just never get okay with it. Mm-hmm. And you won't play it. You won't play that sort of stuff. So in that sense, you won't replace stuff. Um, if you can, and you can get used to it, some of the stuff is insane. Now, okay, we were playing, we were playing the Oculus Quest 2 and we were playing it not plugged into a PC. So it's playing games locally. Yeah. So your graphical quality, all this kind of stuff, they don't go as into detail as they normally do. Some of it was though still quite good. It was quite. I, I don't no, get me wrong. I, it was impressive, but yeah, I just so, do. I do just purely feel as a gamer, it wasn't for me. That's fair. It wasn't aimed f- for me. There's probably people out there that love it and 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 stand by. It. Like we we've we've watched a video of a guy who loves it and obviously does some funny videos. I mean, I do. I do. I, I, I absolutely adore it. I really do. Um, the ability... Yeah, okay. I, like, I like the comfort well, sitting I mean, on my ass in front of the TV. <laughs> but so do, so do I. Yeah. I. I still appreciate that. Yeah. I still like that. Um, it, may, it, it may ultimately come down to the, the, the prefler. Prefler? Prefler? I can't Pref- say that. Preference. Name. Uh, oh, like the amount of games. No, it's prefler. It's like the amount prefler. of games. What the fuck is prefler? Yeah, yeah. I can't pronounce. I'm not saying that right at all. <laughs> I have no idea. I have no idea what you said. Prefler, right? There's a word. There's a prefler. word. No, you're gonna spell it wrong on the, on naming the thing. Mate, it doesn't matter how I spell it. It's still. I'm gonna, it's not a word. It's a word. I'm gonna. I'm not. I'm. We're not moving on. I'm gonna Google it until we've, we've got prefler. This. I can't. Can't even say it. So that. Well, well, you, well you've got eight and a half minutes. <laughs> Uh, preferability preferable 
is pre- uh, preferable. Is that what you're trying to say? No, no, it means like, um, come on, <laughs> prefer, prefer. No, that's. Don't be stupid. You're going to say well, names I can that are like being stupid. You're making up freaking words now. Nah, it's um. Come on. I'm trying to find it. I can't <laughs> find it. I know the word that I'm talking about, but I don't know the word because I can't see it. If anybody wants to uh, jump in and uh, mention, you know, have a clue what he's talking about. <laughs> This must be a, a, a very uh, north of the border thing, this. Oh, what's this? Right, well, while you're looking for that, though, I'll, I'll just, you know, I watched you play super hot. That looked good. To be honest, I was watching some of the games you were playing and the yeah. super hot one and the way you were moving and everything else. That looked quite good, but I knew for a fact that I could not have played that game. Which was a little bit annoying because I was like, "Oh, that looked quite good." I, do you know when you kind of go, "Oh, you you were struggling on some parts." Why do you, Why do you think you couldn't play that game? Just the movement. I could not have. There was too much going on. Too much movement see, for me. See, no, you, you see, this is this is this is what I'm talking about, right? So in that game, in in Superhot, there yeah. is no forward momentum movement at all. No, no, I know, I know that. But what it was is, it was the headset moving around too much as well for me. I because you were watching me play. But even when I was playing Beat Saber, if I moved around too much, I felt a bit like oh, a bit uneasy. But as long as I kept quite, you know, oh okay, okay focused, okay. I had something to focus on. Like, Where I, is it? That whole when you're moving around and looking for something. Yeah. Or... I have an opinion. I personally have an opinion that I think that would settle down, and you wouldn't have that sort of feeling. So much once you get used to having a headset in front, you gotta admit, Craig, you had a headset on for like half an hour in total. Like, you didn't have it on for that long. Half an hour, surely. Oh, an hour, maybe. Mate, my um, face was sweating yeah, off. <laughs> yeah, I know, but if, if you, if you, there was no if, rubber left on your, on your, uh, your goggles. What, what I mean is, quite, I'm quite, you know, I'm quite supportive of people. Like, if, if you find that VR is not your thing, it's not really what you're interested in, then fair enough. It is what it is to people. Um, what I want people to also understand is that if you whack a headset on, if you play some intense motion games, you're going to feel very sick very quickly, regardless of who you are. Um, you There is ways of guiding yourself through this process to make it better. So if you put a VR headset on and you're amazed and you're blown away by the process of it, there is ways to kind of make this situation more comfortable and get you to the point where you can play some of these games. Now, you may not be playing Star Wars Battle Squadrons doing loop the loops without yeah. falling off your chair and feeling sick, right? No. <laughs> but the what I wanted people to kind of understand from VR is that if you want an immersive feel in some games, you can't take it away that VR gives you that. And if you push yourself to that point to try and get there, then you can have some incredible experiences. I can't play Star Wars Battle Squadrons in VR. I can't do it yet. It does make me feel sick. If I concentrate a little bit and, and are delicate with my head movements, I can do it a little bit better. Right. Um, but I found the first time I did it, I took my headset off within within minutes of playing the game. The next time, I played the game for 20 minutes. 
same game. Yeah. Did the same things in it, but I was more used to what was happening and and I was anticipating stuff. So when I span, I knew that I'd get a little bit of a wobble, but then my body was like, it was just a bit of a wobble. It didn't make me feel sick. It didn't make me feel ill. It just was like, oh, that was a bit weird. And then I carried on going. And I, I do feel like the more you do it, the more you would get used to it. Um, but again, grade it on the difficulty. Yeah, I'm, I'm just... not like I said, it's just a personal opinion. I just do did think, you know, Beat yeah. Saber yeah. for me was something that I think I could play quite a lot of and I would enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Whereas some I think I think you like I think you'd like I think you would like games where you don't particularly move too much. Yeah. Like in it's your a, in your po- direct it's a possibility. It's a possibility. It's like uh, what I was gonna jump onto was um very is this, is this the new game that you've been playing on VR? Yeah, yeah. So this um, arc, crap, I just forgot what it's called. Huh? Is this the one you were talking about? You were going to get before the building one. Yeah, Arcsmith. Yes. Um, so Arcsmith, um, you're you're like this um, space maintenance kind of dude, uh, where you've become like an apprentice to uh, a space mechanic, and um, basically ships and fl- ships and people can come in and, and request jobs, and you have to build like certain equipment for them so it might be like a medical scanner or it might be a um some kind of medical device of um, i was gonna say medical scanner again there but i just said it um or a radio or or a controller or whatever it might be these different things and you you basically click and you get a schematic you have to build them out of different components Mm -hmm. so you get like power supplies you get um power compensators which take some of the power away and you get um, radius, and they all like push together, which is good. But you, and you have a couple of different tools to try and figure out what power is connecting to what, and how much heat you need to take away, and don't overload it. And you can like run it. You basically build it, and you run it, and then it blows up and breaks apart. And then you have to kind of advise, like trying to think of why it did that, and trying to like remake it. So it's a puzzle game. Right. basically um it's got a bit of engineering element all right not real engineering but some engineering elements into it um but the other aspect of that is you are completely set down and um, what was that called sorry arc smith arc smith yeah the uh, new that's, that's came out on friday in vr came out in vr yeah um it's got a storyline there's a there is a storyline kind of mission campaign thing to it going on in the background why you're now making more parts and more missions and stuff. It seems like the puzzles are going to get like progressively harder as you go through it. Um, but again, it's a VR title where you have tools and, and things that you're disposable and screens you can move around, but you are sat in a chair on a desk inside VR. You yeah. don't move from that position. Um, there's a robot moving around and there's a big guy talking to you telling you how to do some things. Um, so I think it. I think it's quite cool. I think it's unique. I think it's actually quite a difficult puzzle game. I'm, think, I'm engineer by trade, and it took me a little bit to kind of realize what it meant by what to connect together. But the fact that you can just keep doing it and press, keep pressing play until you figure it out is great. I think if you have a, play a bit more of that, and then uh, mm-hmm. obviously see see where you stand with it in in a week or two's time, and then obviously we can. See if it's that type of game that you will keep on playing. I think. I think that's kind of. You know. Yeah, I think I might. I might do a video on it. Right. I think I'm. I'm. I'm planning now that I've. I can kind of do that sort of setup, of record me, here and uh, record the screen. 
um and i can talk kind of talk along it and stuff like that now that i've got this set up sorted out yeah um yeah i might do a video of that because i think it'd be good even for like people like yourself it'd be good to see like not all vr games you have to stand up and play so nice oh, that'd be cool, that'd be cool. Stuff. that's fine i'll just cover all vr games you can cover the other ones no no because we'll <laughs> be doing killer queen together <laughs> oh yeah yeah, yeah yeah fair enough yeah, yeah uh right moving on i've got um battlefield 2042 yes please as we know or as you should know it's uh, due for release on 22nd of October. Have you heard much on the beta that is uh, available on the 4th of September? So, I knew it was available on the 4th of September, but I, have I heard much about it? So that is available on the 4th of September. It's an open beta though, isn't it? If, no, if you pre-order the game, you get early, okay. early onto the beta. Mm-hmm. But two days later... It's then going to go open beta on the 6th of September, which to me is no incentive to pre-order the game really for a two-day early beta. They could be knackered and, you know, it's like it's EA, don't forget. You probably can't get on the service yeah. in two days. I, I'm clo- <laughs> close to the point of saying that pre-ordering it's a mistake anyway. I, to be honest, with the amount of issues the games have had and stuff, I think Cyberpunk was a big one, wasn't it, for people? Well, pre-ordering games is a... Unless you're gonna yeah. offer, I don't know, the world, <laughs> people just aren't gonna commit anymore. Um, I mean, I don't, I don't think you've got loads of choice in the sense of you're not particularly gonna get it much cheaper and stuff like this. You're not but... gonna get any early. They're digital games now these days, so literally you can just yeah. go and get it the day off, and still get it. That you can, day. Yeah, you can. They're yeah, not gonna, exactly. not gonna run out. Yeah, but I even mean like, uh, yeah, I don't think pre-ordering is a good idea, but I, possibly not even pre, like, not even getting it the release yeah well if if you if you're reviewing it and, and that sort of stuff then fair enough like i can understand why and we might do it for that reason yeah um but i'm not necessarily with, with, like you say with cyberpunk and other games and stuff that are coming out yeah if you're an absolute massive battlefield fan and you can't wait then fair enough chap at it yeah. if not uh, but you do like the battlefield franchise there's no single player campaign at all yeah it's all multiplayer. Uh, it's all multiplayer, which means if there's a multi- multiplayer problem, you ain't got anything else to play. Yeah. But um, I was just going to add anyways, the, the beta, obviously, that runs up until the 11th of September. So if you do pre-order it, you get a full week. If you don't, you get five days. Is that if you don't pre-order it? Or, so basically, if you don't buy it, you just get sick, You just get five days of access? Yeah, open beta. Which is yeah, anyone. Yeah. So... Like I said to you earlier, the two days you get early access, yeah. so you get two days yeah. for everyone else, a year, has always had problems with servers, so you're, not, you're probably yeah, not going to get another two days that's, anyway. That's for people that just want to be first. It's the people that are in the fir- in the queue for new iPhones. And if you want to be first and you don't want to pre-order it, you can actually buy a beta key off an eBay for £7.85. <laughs> <laughs> One, don't do that. Uh, it's not worth it. Just two, wait, just wait the two days. Wait, seven, seven pound, what, eighty-five? Yeah, four pound a day. Play it early. No, no thanks. Um, my opinion of it would be, especially with it being an EA title. I'm a, I'm a massive Battlefield fanboy. Have been since nineteen forty-two on my PC. I love Battlefield games, and I'm so happy that they've gone back to the roots of making a Battlefield game that's just modern war. 
mm-hmm. because Battlefield Three, even Bad Company and stuff, where they were modern war games, were amazing, and then they went down like the crazy routes and broke it all. Um, I, I can't wait. I think I think it'll be a game that we'll all play for a long time. Yeah. Um, but for for what you're suggesting there, my opinion would be is don't pre-order it at all because there's no need to these days. It's not about the amount of they're out it, in the shops and you can't get them. I would say pre um, if you want to get it a hard copy, maybe. That's probably about, If you want to get a hard copy, fair enough. You, okay, you can't get it in the shop or whatever, you know, you get yeah, it sent yeah, out to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. fair enough. Good that, point. That's about um, it. If you go oh, on digital, there's no need. Yeah. Um, and these, these additional DLCs and stuff they give you for pre-order and shit, stuff are, are shite these days. Track. I trash and don't mean anything. Yeah. Um, you might get battle pass. Do you get any of the battle pass with it if you pre-order it? No. You'll probably get some dog tags or a friggin'. You won't get battle pass activation. Or no. Um. Yeah. So my opinion would be actually play it for five days, and then make a decision of whether it's good enough as is mm-hmm. to buy it full price, or wait a bit and buy it cheaper price. Maybe. Yeah. That that was all I wanted to mention on that anyway, because obviously I know the the bait is now obviously. Can you get it cheaper if you part of EA? I think you do, and EA is now part, part of the Game Pass Ultimate, so you will get. Uh, I off whatever it is. I, yeah, I can't remember what it is, but you've got to remember that uh, EA or the digital market on the marketplace always inflates the price exponentially over your. If Normal you buy copy. It, if you buy it online from somewhere else. Yeah, you're talking the difference between fifty nine ninety nine more than likely on EA, uh, mm-hmm. maybe with a few quid off, so it might go yeah. down to fifty six ninety nine maybe or fifty four ninety nine. Whereas you might be applying on TD keys or something for a lot cheaper. Yeah, forty or quid maybe. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's entirely up to so, you yeah. how you want to do that one. Play it five days for free. Decide if you like it, and then buy it somewhere else. Yeah. Uh, one thing I want to end on is. Mm-hmm. I sent you a video about a controller. I don't know if you watched the video and I said you need to watch that because I didn't even know this. So on the top of the controller, um, I've got mine here. Yeah, on the top of your controller where your little sync button is. If you're watching the video, you can see me pointing at it. That sync button there. Is this only on new Xbox controllers? Not as far as I'm aware because I think obviously they can update the firmware in them, can't they? Uh-huh. So when you turn it on, and you sync it up to, say, your console, it will yeah. always turn on your console. Yes. Now, if you turn it on and then sync it with your mobile phone, it will only ever work with your mobile phone when you turn it on. However, if you double-tap the top button, yeah, yeah, it switches between the last two things you synced it with. Oh, so you don't have to keep resyncing it. Correct. So you should be able to switch between your phone when you're oh. playing... Um, I don't have this problem because I have a separate pad for my yeah well I've got you... I've got three of these things now um, <laughs> but that's that's pretty useful but, to know yeah so I can switch this between my PC and my phone and then I've got the other two that are synced up to my Xbox but I didn't know that and I, I don't even think that's being put anywhere I've seen the video of it I've not tried it yet I'm sure it will be true it's, look, funny, that it's funny that it's two What's not that? three be good if it was three, because then isn't that Xbox, PC, and phone? Yeah, but yeah, it's... the whole profile. 
yeah, but then there's going to be TVs and God knows what next. And tablets. Oh, okay, and... fair enough. Fair enough. Fair <laughs> we fair can enough, go on forever. We can go on forever. Okay, I get it. <laughs> anyway, that's that's all I've got. I don't know if there's anything else you want to add to that. No, that I can think of. Nope. Are we happy then? And we're gonna I play. We're gonna play Killer Queen. Did you? Did you ever? Did you ever mention about Pez going free to play? I didn't. I'll let you go. Go for it. <laughs> I think I've just said it. Yeah, it's gonna be. Wait, well, I can't remember what it's gonna be called now. It's gonna be. It's changing its name. Yeah, Pro Evolution Soccer free to play at some point. Um, pretty cool. I think the I think. last one is on um Game Pass anyway. This, well, sorry, the 2021 was on Game Pass. 2022, or was it 2020? It was on Game Pass, yeah, yeah, but 21, yeah. you could buy a, a small, it was only a few quid, but it was a um, a little bit of an update for transfers and stuff like that. Oh, okay, yeah, transfers. Rather than cool. doing a FIFA and releasing a whole new game, they just yeah. did like a transfers thing. And then going forward, it's going to be renamed. I can't remember what the name's going to be. I'm sure we'll get that out there but yeah we'll get that we'll put that out there I, I just thought it was an interesting comment because i think you know me and you you know we've been we've been pro evolution soccer fans we've been pro FIFA fans. six i think was the last yeah, yeah when it was good yeah. six and seven were all right um iss pro evolution it used it was previously known as yeah international superstar soccer wasn't it winning like winning 11 or something before that was it? oh there was winning 11 yeah Oh no, that was uh, the, not the American name for it. Oh, maybe, maybe. I think that might be the um, name for it. That's just showing our age, mate. Don't know. Can't uh, remember. We might, uh, have, we might have had an import on the PlayStation. Unless that, unless <laughs> we get mixed up with like sensible word or something. Or something. No, no, I'm sure yeah. it was definitely winning eleven, but I'm sure it was uh, an import that that we may have had. Well, that might have been Japanese. That might have been the Japanese name. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> something like that. Um, but. I, I personally, I don't, I don't know loads on it, but I think it's a good move. Um, I think Pro Evolution Soccer's never done that good against FIFA in the last, you know, FIFA's become very mainstream as a football title, kind of holding the monopoly on it. Mm-hmm. Um, if Pro Evo was free to play, it's then people the license, kind of download it? it. Yeah, people might download Yeah, the licenses for the teams and whether they're, you know, playing against. You can edit them, but it takes a lot of time. Playing yeah. proper names versus proper names as opposed to random names versus random names. Team uh, names I, and stadium yeah. names, etc. Yeah, I get that, but they're, they're just names. Yeah. Really, the, the characters can all be... They, I know, but the characters could all be the same. You could effectively play, like say it's Manchester United, you could effectively play all the exact uh, stats on all the players. They just won't be named the people who you think they would be. You know what I mean? So you, they don't look right. Man, so red. I get that. man red and man blue. Man, <laughs> man, man red and man blue, but you might have a guy up front that's exactly the same stats as the, the guy up front in FIFA. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's just it's not like it's that different. Um, it's mainly ma- names and what they look like. Uh, but I can get why that takes away from a lot of the game. I understand that. But I think bringing it feet free, free, free to play, I'd say that. Yeah, is a good shout. Um, I think that'll mean we can go back to it. And I, and I, ha- I, I do have my issues with FIFA uh, over the last couple of years. Um, yeah, gone downhill. I, I don't know what the I don't know what they're doing to it, but it just doesn't feel right when playing it. No, there's definitely some weirdness between online matches 
where you're winning them one minute and absolutely getting trans the next minute and it's not and it's not player it's not the player you're playing against that's necessarily doing that I think FIFA's doing it in the background um because it always seems to be the last game of the season yeah um so there's some weird stuff going on and stuff like that but you're not allowed to say you're not allowed to say scripting it's against the rules you're not allowed to you get banned (laughs) <laughs> or abandon FIFA if you say the scripting. You can ban on the forums and all sorts of stuff if you even try and mention that it's being scripted. It's it's a Someone, game that someone's a bit precious, I think. It's a game written in computer script. So it's scripted. Yeah. And you I'm actually not... can't you actually can't make randomness in a game because it's scripted. Yeah. There's, so there's therefore, plenty, there is plenty of issues with Therefore that, yeah. FIFA has a lot of scripting. But mm. they're doing some stuff about it. I don't think it's that it's not a bad game. FIFA's good, but I'm just curious. I think players being free to play means more people might play it and give it a go. So I'm definitely curious to play it. I might play it for a bit and hate that as well. Probably. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> good stuff. Alright, right. Now we're an hour thirteen. Run over again. Doesn't matter, but yeah. Yeah, that'll do. Alright. Did you by the way, very quickly, did you find your word prefler? Did you find out what you were looking for? Uh, no, he hasn't. Right. <laughs> I know I did. No, I don't believe you. It says prefler was added. Prefler is an accepted dictionary word for games like Scrabble. If anybody knows what that means, let us know because uh, I have no idea what's going on about. Right. Anyway, you've been listening to HCG, um, episode six. AKA Prefler. <laughs> I'm Craig. Um, it's like Crisis 2 on the bottom there under social media and Xbox. But Flora. Mike's talking about Flora Butter now. No, Pleflora. I'm going to. I don't care. Right. The, the, pro- the pronunciation is Prefler. Prefler. <laughs> right, preferer. I'm having someone speak it in my ear. Preferer, and it and it means fullness. Right, we're get, we're getting an English lesson now. <laughs> it, I, I've used it loads in my life. Um, I think you're just just making shit up, and people have just been laughing at you. People have been walking out. Things like that. I, it's on. It's in the dictionary. <laughs> well, I found I'm, it in the dictionary. I'll have a look. I'll have a look after this, and then we'll. Uh, yeah. Right, go on, Mike. Do you? Oh out, yeah, do sure, yeah. Outro. I'm uh, Mike. Uh, tags at the bottom. I'm Mike Two on Xbox and uh, other social media areas and stuff like that. Uh, check us out on YouTube as well, please. Uh, or Facebook. Check our Facebook page out. We're also on Instagram now. Am I correct? Yes, we are. Yes, it's all and interlinked. Tokyo. So if you go on one or the other, you'll be able to get to it. You get the full rounds. We'll get some stuff. Uh, the, these these things are obviously going to keep continuing. Uh, we are looking at like posting more videos and stuff like that of playing some games and stuff as well. But um, I'm a little bit tied down with a new baby at the moment, um, and Craig's not very good at any games. There's no point in doing them. <laughs> yeah. Other than that, have a good. One. Yeah, might you stick your dictionary? Right. <laughs> See you, man. See you later. Bye. Bye.